You're listening to teaching from Castle Hills Christian Church in San Antonio, Texas. More information about Castle Hills Christian Church is available at chccsa.com. Pleasure to be with you. Uh, we're going to wrap up our uh, series on generosity uh, from the generous life. So up to this point, we've covered um, the first week awareness, and then the second week about taking action out of being aware of the needs around us. Uh, and then uh, this this last week, Richard looked at um, how our attitude and our heart uh, plays a key role in generosity and that we're going to look at our resources in terms of being a steward of them instead of owning them. Uh, and this last week as we wrap up the series, uh, we're going to talk about the impact of giving. And I want to talk about how with having this sense of awareness uh, and boldness and called for action uh, with the right heart attitude, um, God is going to use our generosity uh, to have an impact and create what I like to call a ripple effect. So when I think about impact, uh, when I was younger, I went on a road trip um, to go see the Grand Canyon, which is incredible. And if you ever get the chance on a family road trip uh, to do that, um, go. Um, but uh, actually, I took a little side trip on the way. It was one of those things we saw on a billboard along the highway to go do. Apparently, there's a really large meteor crater out in Arizona. And it's one, in fact, looking it up online and reading about it a little bit, it's one of the most preserved, more recent meteor, meteor craters uh, in the entire world. So, uh, and it was impressive to see. So it's, it's almost 4,000 feet across, 560 feet deep, uh, and it has a 150 foot kind of uh, wave wall up around the edge of the crater uh, from the impact. And it was interesting to find out, this big meteor crater, it's the Behringer meteor crater, what actually created it was something um, pretty small by comparison. About They expect it was about a 150-foot uh, diameter meteor. And so like in our church sanctuary, 150 feet might be from the front of the stage to maybe the back wall or the, or the doors of the church, creating something that's on the order of a mile in size. Um, and so something small can make such a huge impact. Uh, and uh, has, a, has a cascading effect on the environment. So this is this kind of concept. I want to talk about generosity um, today in terms of how God's impact and generosity towards us um, enables us to be generous to others. And out of that, you're going to see this ripple effect and continuous impact of your generosity. So I actually got to see this um, play out um, recently at work. We have a group of uh, a team that I work with and we're doing um, looking at techniques and ways to mentor and develop our staff and invest in them uh, at work and uh, uh, we had read from a book together um, to look for some ideas and they and uh, uh, the 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 woman that led the led the discussion that day 
uh, wanted to go through exercise of actually personally reflecting on how mentorship had been valuable to her. And so she sat in the meeting with all of us at work and she went around the room and explained um, how each person that she worked with had made an impact on her and enabled her to be successful and grow professionally uh, uh, quite a bit uh, in a short amount of time. Uh, and it was deeply personal and emotional for her. She actually uh, shed a tear or two in the process of doing it. And I think it was really interesting. Um, later that day, I was with somebody else that was in that same meeting, that same discussion. And uh, they said, you know, in the spirit of what she did today, I want to tell you, uh, thank you for your investment in me. And it wasn't said in terms of generosity. Uh, it wasn't said in terms of mentorship, but it's the same It's the same principle. But there's this ripple effect that happened out of the generosity that she gave to somebody else that they in turn expressed that generosity um, to somebody else um, uh, that impacted them. Uh, and it's, it was amazing to kind of witness it. So that's what we want to talk about today, and we look into Scripture. We're going to look in the amazing picture of this, of this concept of impact and the ripple effect that happens from God's generosity in the, books of Act, in the book of Acts and the early church. I want to read to you from Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47. It says this, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, and to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and they ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people and the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. So look at this. I want to kind of break this down. So I, there's a little bit of what I'll call um, the, the chicken and the egg here. What came first? And there's a lot of interdependencies. And I think the order that this is actually presented in, I think there's something profound to it uh, in kind of the cause-effect relationships and where you start and what that results in. Uh, and again, this ripple effect that happens. So let me look back at verse 42 says this, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayer. So kind of what I picture in this is that this, this early church is that they're connected to God and to each other. They sought out and applied God's truth within their community of believers. Um, they broke bread together. I think that refers to both communion and to having meals together. And it talks about that later in the passage again. And also talks about prayer and and in that very act of prayer, they're sharing and knowing the concerns of each member of their church, uh, and they're living in, in tune with them and their needs and relationship with them in, in a deep level, and, and, and out of that, some things grow and continue to happen. So uh, again, I, f I see this church as connected with God and connected with each other. Reading on verse 43, it says this, everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. And so I think out of what I see here is, is out of this connection with God and growing in knowledge of who God is and living that out, they grew in their sense of, of awe for God. Now obviously it talks about the miracles that were happening, the wonders that were happening, happening and, and we don't see God work the same way maybe as, uh, as, as we did in the early church uh, with different spiritual gifts. 
Um, but I think we obviously in our church community um, see God work. And I think is in, in my own faith life, um, the more I know about God and who he is and the more I experience him and I see him work, um, it builds up this sense of awe. Um, when I think about who God is, there's some interesting traits that come to my mind. And, and I think everybody that spent time with God, they're going uh, to have different characteristics of him that they, um, they get to explore and to know. So I think of him as being powerful and, and knowing, very patient. Uh, in the Bible, it says slow to anger. Um, I feel like he's trustworthy, um, that, he's, that he's just, uh, that he reaches out to those that are oppressed. Um, he's holy. He's good. Um, again, he cares for the oppressed. He's abounding in love. He's compassionate. He's full of grace, and he's full of mercy. I think about those characteristics, especially those last ones I read. Um, there is the word generosity is not a word that you use, that you see in Scripture specifically, or at least the translations re, um, that we have of Scripture to describe God. But when you think about giving of grace, withholding punishment that's due to us, about being compassionate, about being overflowing with love and caring for the oppressed and being good. Um, those in my mind are expressions of generosity. At the very core, I think, of God's being is, this, is to come in awe of knowing that he is extremely generous uh, with how he blesses us. Uh, beyond, well beyond anything that we can ever deserve. That is, that is grace. Um, that is who God is in his deep depth of his character. And, and coming away from experiencing him and gaining your knowledge in him and living community um, and, and growing in depth with him, I, I, I just don't think we as Christians can be uh, not walk away without a sense of awe of who God is and his generosity. So let's look what happens next out of this awe. It says this in verse 44 through 45. It says, All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give everyone who had need. So again, we see this togetherness. But going beyond that, they're sharing their resources. They're selling their property and distributing the, uh, the proceeds to those that have, um, that have a need. Um, wow. Wow. Um, that's a big jump. That's not how you see folks live every day. Um, this is pretty profound. Now, I don't think Scripture is telling us that we need to sell everything and go move into a commune together. Um, but uh, I will say um, Scripture is very clear. I think it, it asks us to grow in our spirit of, of giving. In fact, in 2 Corinthians um, chapter 8, verse 7, it says, See that you also grow in this grace of giving. I think it's very clear that, that, that that's clear in Scripture. Um, this is just, uh, I think, an, an, ex, an amazing um, example of to the to the um, the depths that they went to in this in this new church uh, for for their generosity again I think this is out of their connection and compassion and knowing having relationships with the church body and having awe of God and knowing who God is and expressing that this is how this is how it outpoured in this early church in Acts continuing on verses uh, 46 in the first part of verse verse 47 it says this every day they continued to meet together in temple courts they broke bread in their homes, and they ate together with glad and sincere hearts, um, praising God. So again, meeting together, um, it talks about breaking bread in terms of having communion, um, and that's being tied with understanding what, what Christ had done for them. 
and also um, eating together and sharing meals in each other each other's homes. This sense of community that's there, um, and the compassion and understanding of knowing people and and, uh, and the generosity that flowed out there. It just it's a beautiful picture. There's something new at this point though. It talks about how their hearts were glad uh, and sincere and how they were praising God. Um, and it's interesting, would you say it starts with your heart or it starts with your actions? I think when you think about building new, uh, new habits and even attitudes, I think it starts sometimes with behaviors and not the heart. Uh, and God uses us going out on a limb, trying something new that we're uncomfortable with. Uh, and, and from that, our hearts and our perspectives are changed in that experience of living it out. Um, but I, certainly, uh, God can change our hearts uh, uh, first and then see our actions change. But I, I, I'm not surprised to see this later here that it talks about their, as a result, um, their hearts are glad uh, as, as a result of their generosity. Uh, we can see, and Richard's going to talk about this uh, last week, that um, uh, you, can, you can look and see that giving statistically, they've studied it, it makes folks live longer, it makes us happier, right? Um, but the thing that's really I want to highlight in this passage today is the impact then that happens out of this. So if you read the latter half of verse 47, it says this. They enjoyed the favor of all the people, and the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. So something happened not just within their church community. It had impact. Their generosity and how they lived had an impact in the community outside of the church. So it was developing, it says, favor of the people, gaining the respect of the people in the community. Um, they're more apt to listen to what they had to say. They saw how they lived. Um, they garnered their respect. Uh, and it said out of that, and this is the work of God, um, that people were saved and, and numbers were being added um, daily to this, to this church as a result. God was able to use the impact of their generosity um, to build the rapport with the people in their community, and as a result, God worked through that and, and brought many other people um, to the love of, of, of the, to the faith community. So um, this, it's interesting, uh, if you look back at history, uh, a few hundred years later after this church in Acts, um, Christianity um, spread very rapidly through um, the Roman Empire. Uh, and if you look back in um, um, around AD 250, um, there was actually one of the most deadly pandemics, uh, pandemics in human history uh, that happened across the Roman Empire. In Rome itself, they said that on the order of 5,000 people a day were dying um, in the city. And this is something we've all been through uh, in the last few years, um, facing a pandemic and some of those tough choices about uh, feeling like your hands are tied and how do you help um, uh, people that had needs and there were a lot of challenges that we went through uh, as a society. And it's interesting though, uh, there's historical accounts about how the early church actually um, behaved very differently um, than other non-believers uh, in, in, uh, in the face of this deadly pandemic. So uh, looking back in, um, in history and reading some of these accounts, there's a bishop, uh, his name was Dionysus, uh, and he was from Alexandria, and he said this, most of, our brother Christian, most of our brother Christians showed unbounded love and loyalty, never sparing themselves and think only of one another. Heedless of the danger, they took charge of the sick 
attending to the every need and ministering to them in Christ. And with them departed this life serenely happy, for they were infected by others with a disease, drawing on themselves the sickness of their neighbors and cheerfully accepting um, their pains. And there's description, there, there's, I'm sorry, there is historical accounts from uh, leaders uh, that on the, on the secular in the secular community, um, talking about the frustration of how, um, in their own religious beliefs, um, people didn't behave that way and wouldn't go and help, and how the secular society uh, had left um, their dead alone to suffer uh, and to not care for them. Um, so the impact of how the Christians behaved and how they effectively ran into the house um, that was on fire um, to um, care for the needs of their community and also for those who are outside their community. It's, it's even documented. So um, this impact was twofold. So first, um, the Christian sacrifice for their fellow believers stunned the unbelieving uh, people as they witnessed um, the love that happened inside that community. Uh, and this is, this is out of Scripture when Jesus talks about what love is. Um, John uh, chapter 13, verses 34 through 35, he says this, a new, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. And they, they live this out. Um, second, the impact was this, the sacrifice that they had for non-Christians uh, in the early church um, is a result that the church just grew exponentially. Um, as these non-Christian survivors um, benefited from the care of their Christian neighbors, uh, and they converted um, to the faith in mass. So um, it's a beautiful story, very painful, but in understanding the depths of what they go to uh, for love for themselves and for people that were not part of their community and the result and the ripple effect that had uh, in, in our faith community and the number of people that were saved as a result of it.